I'm Sarah. And this is Season 2, Episode 12, TSA Checklist. Can you carry on your Karen cakes? Oh my gosh, I feel like I've been living on the TSA website for the last week. <laughs> yeah. I gotta give um, it to them, though. They've got just about everything that could pop into your head and think, can I take that on the plane? They probably have it in a list somewhere. I was going to say, did you find anything on there that was super bizarre that you're like, who's trying to take that on an airplane? No, because I more specifically searched for the things that I was trying to take on the airplane. Yeah. Um, knitting needles, numero uno. They are approved as our crochet hooks. Okay. Although they've got a little clause at the bottom, which I feel like is kind of a cop out because everything that they say is approved says ultimately is up to the CSA screener that day. So I feel like that's a little bit of a gray area. Um, but I right. personally, I have two projects I'm taking. One is on nine inch circulars with like the world's smallest needles. They look if you were like to buy doll knitting needles that's about what they look like they are the tiniest freaking sock needles ever so like they don't look very threat-ish I feel like um and then the other project I'm taking is a scarf that is also on some circulars so instead of you know the big foot long pencil needles they're just little shorties like four and a half inches connected to a cable so I don't feel like mine should hopefully be an issue um scissors was a concern um, you actually suggested nail clippers for that purpose, just of being able to cut the yarn, Yeah, which I thought was a really good idea also. Um, you know, funny you mentioned that. Jeff always carries nail clippers in his pocket, like just a habit. He always has them. Mm-hmm. And it's come in handy so often because we are not small people. And like one time at a concert, it was at Great American Ballpark and they had, we were like down on the field. Well, they had, like, the folding metal standard issue chairs, you know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. Um, zip-tied together at the leg. So you didn't even have leg room because you were literally zip-tied to the chair next to you. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Nope. So Who's trying to carry out a chair with them? (laughs) I think that they did it just for, like, spatial purposes to be able to squeeze that many more people in. But luckily, Jeff always does a good job when we go to concerts to finding us, like, seats on the end to where, like, he'll be on the end and I'll be the next one in or whatever to where we have a little room. So he hands me the nail clippers. I reach down, clip, 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 and then we scoot both chairs over. Uh, Because if not, it was like I was in the kid next to me's lap and he was, like, probably all of 18. And uh, it was crazy. It was a country concert, actually. Um, but it was terrible. That was a terrible idea. So those nail clippers come in handy for quite a few things. Yeah. I think I'm going to try to take my little yarn scissors, not the good sharp, sharp pair that I have here, but these are the little cheapy ones that came in my original Amazon set. And I looked it up on the TSA website and it says that they cannot be more than four inches long from the pivot point of the blade. Okay. So, but what's tricky about that is, you know, the little like snippy, they're not real scissors. They're just like, like a yarn snippy type scissor. Yeah. That's what these are. So the blade itself is like an inch and a half long. Right. So I don't think it's going to be a problem, but the actual pivot point is not at the blade. The pivot point is at the bottom of the base. 
because they're like the whole hand snippies. Yeah. But I still think it's going to be okay because I'm going with the blade is only an inch and a half and they have a like a lid that covers them like a sheath. Right. Um, I had to look up if I can take disposable razors because I'm not checking a bag. That's the problem here. I guess I should have led with that. Yeah. Being a rebel, trying to work it out for about five-ish days with only a carry-on. Um, How do you look things up on the TSA website? Like, is there like a search bar where you can just type something in or is it in like alphabetical order or how? You can search. Um, I also just searched a lot on Google. And if you search the, you know, can I take yarn on my carry-on? Um, almost always the first one that pops up is the actual TSA website's response. And then from there, I would click it and like read the details. I've screenshotted a lot of it just so okay. I have it like readily available. Yeah. Um, just in case. But I mean, again, ultimately it's up to whoever's screening that day. So I've done a pretty good job of packing my bag. I feel like, <sighs> except for my clothes bag, I don't feel good about that one at all still. Um, well, and I feel like if you're getting there early in the morning, hopefully you're getting there like as someone is starting their shift before they have had an opportunity to have a bad day. Yes, <laughs> you know I, mean? I agree. So and I feel you're like, in and out. <laughs> also, I mean, I have a project on both. So like, I don't look ultra threatening. It's not like I'm bringing those scissors on with nothing to go with them just because I want to have a stabby pair of scissors. Mm-hmm. I literally have a ball of yarn attached to okay well I might have overdone it here but I again I struggle with this and I know we've talked about this in the past when we go on summer vacations but I've I just really struggle with what to take and how much I'm going to get done while I'm there my fear is what if I finish that scarf like on the plane on the way down and then all I've got left is a I brought one sock and one ball of yarn to go with it. What was I thinking? But then at the same time, I don't have that much space. So, yeah. I'm taking, last night I took the scarf. And where I'm at in it, I probably had three or four more rows before I would have been done with that skein. So, I went ahead, unwound it the rest of the way, connected it to the next one, wound it back up so that it's kind of a bigger ball put it in the bag and then my little sock that I'm working on in its skein I also put in the bag and then I might have put two more skeins of this of the scarf yarn in the suitcase for the carry-on and how many bags are you taking on that's it I've that's got a it. laptop okay. my my laptop bag for work um and the carry-on suitcase you're not allowed to have okay. a purse and a laptop what bag. <laughs> So it's so like if I took a purse, I wouldn't be able to take the laptop bag, or I have to take a purse that is small enough to pack in the suitcase or the laptop bag. You're allowed one carry on suitcase, you know, of whatever their dimensions they list out, and one personal item, which is like a purse, laptop bag, or backpack. Ask the guy in line behind you if he minds carrying on your purse for you. Say, sir. Would you mind? <laughs> I know, and I'm me. flying. I'll meet with you on the plane. A coworker, um, one of our directors, and she is adamant. She's definitely a hundred percent checking a bag, which is cool. But like, I have an irrational fear of 
okay, what's going to happen if I check my bag and then I get there and then guess what? They lost my bag and now I have mm-hmm. no clothes for the week. And Yeah, which happens a lot. Uh, yeah, and I'm not one just to have like, I don't know, extra money to be like, it's cool. I'll just go buy myself a new wardrobe and all my new hair products and brushes and no, yes. no makeup. No, thank you. Right. I just, I don't know. And it'll, I'll be honest, this is going to be interesting because I haven't flying, flown since all the COVID Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff has started so and I'm interested I don't know listeners tell us how it is where you are like do you guys if you're in another country do you have all these rules and craziness with your airports or like, we've got to be there two hours early from the flight Um, we still have to wear masks for the airport and the flight which is fine I mean it's fine I'll survive but I just wonder like I wonder in other countries do you have to be there two hours early Or is that just excessive here because everyone's crazy? I don't know. I bet. I bet maybe at the smaller airports, you probably don't have to. Like if you were going to say like the JFK airport where it's massive versus maybe like a smaller airport in like a suburb of some place. I bet you might not have to get there as early. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, I will say we flew, when we went on the cruise, we flew out of Cincinnati or CVG, which is like the Northern Kentucky Covington Airport. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a breeze right in, right through security. Everybody was friendly and nice. When we left to come back home, we had to check in, of course, at the Fort Lauderdale Airport. Mm -mm. Not friendly, not nice, Mm. super chaotic. And uh, it was crazy. Our tickets were thought to have been booked with like you can do this TSA like pre-check type of thing where you kind of avoid the big line and get to go through a quick line Mm -hmm. Um, and then it turned out that uh, some of the people we were traveling with it wasn't our tickets we ended up their tickets were like that and we had to wait with the kids in the big ass line oh Uh, it was horrid and then Gatlin brought this big like coral looking rock home from I don't know, the Bahamas or the Grand Turk or something when we were on the cruise. Mm-hmm. And that flagged security is a, you know, big dense item on the x-ray as his bag rolled through. And it was in the bottom of this backpack that was packed to the gills because your suitcase on, we flew Spirit, I think that time, um, our suitcase couldn't weigh more than 50 pounds. So we had Mm. so much in our carry-on bags trying to get those suitcases underweight to not have to pay extra. His backpack was filled to the gills and they had to unpack every single item to get (laughs) a piece of coral and check it. Why there's like 12,000 people in line behind you. I mean, it was terrible. Oh, Uh, man. I do not. And, uh, you know, I'll just toss out a dirty look while I'm feeling froggy. Starbucks got it while we were on the cruise because that was when they went through this phase of trying to switch to paper straws. Mm. hard no hard no for me yeah who wants a mushy soggy straw no one i don't know they finally switched to these different ones now they look like plastic and kind of feel like plastic but they are supposedly biodegradable per the wrapper um so we'll see but it's better than the paper straws but that that day at the airport i was like you seriously don't have anything else and no more than I super Karen angrily walked away with my cardboard straw. We got on the flight and it was literally like limp halfway through the flight. Uh, I couldn't even drink my drink because it was like gross. just laying in the cup. It was terrible. 
No. Ugh. Gross. Nobody wants a wet noodle straw. No. And I feel like as much money as they're charging for those copies, they could come up with something a little more inventive <laughs> than cardboard Well, straws. they tried really hard to do away with the straw, and they went to this lid style that is almost like a sippy cup type lid, if you will. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it. Because here's the thing. I don't mind drinking out of it, but it's not convenient for me while I'm driving. It's more convenient for me to lift up a cup that has a straw, not take my eyes off the road, and be able to find that straw. Then right. to not take my eyes off the road, try to find this little baby sippy cup mouthpiece and hope that my mouth makes it or douse myself on the way to work with coffee. Yeah. I always get them like... um Oh, like seeping over the side. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Uh, And their cups are bad about leaking like that, too. You almost have to, like, wrap a paper towel around the cup as a bib because it's always going to be dripping from somewhere no matter what. Yeah. I always have to take, like, a napkin and, like, dab the top of it because every single time they hand it to me, like, out of the window. I um, hate that. But then the other half of that is I also hate when they underfill your cup. Like, Starbucks, I get cold drinks because I'm big and hot all the time, so I just get ice drinks. But I get cold brew, and, I mean, you can see through their big clear cup, and I get kind of frustrated when paying you four fifty for a cup of coffee, and there is, like, a solid inch of nothing at the top of that cup. What's up? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Yeah. I get frustrated equally with that, too. Super first world problems I've got here, by the way, with my coffee situation. So I totally realize that. I am humble enough to know that these are stupid things I'm complaining about, but I'm in a mood, so. (laughs) I am. I'm just stressed out. It's different. I've never, other than when my mom died and, like, she was in hospice, I've just never really been away from Jeff and the kids, so it is a bit stressful. I got everyone's clothes laid out for the week ahead so that at least they don't have to, like, I don't know, Remy's in a phase of trying to dress herself. Not that she can't dress herself. She's aged. She can dress herself. But some of these outfits she comes up with, I just, she definitely has a unique style. I will say that. <laughs> uh, um, she dresses just, like her Aunt Sarah. <laughs> well, I mean, yes and no. Sometimes she will, yes, sometimes she will pick out like a pair of tie-dye jogger pants and a different color pattern tie-dye shirt. And I'm like, whoa, hey, <laughs> that is a lot of tie-dye. Let's, let's think this through. Um, other times she'll come down and she'll have on like a pair of Gatlin's basketball shorts, like well past her knees mm-hmm. and then just like a big old t-shirt. Like she's some kind of basketball thug girl and she's going <laughs> to whip your ass. Like, I don't know. She just, it just depends on her mood, but I can't be letting her go to school like that. So, uh, I had to get her some, some stuff paired up at least. She can still choose what she wears, but each outfit is in a pack that way, I at least know that the shirt's going to be matching those pants. Right. Uh, but they don't have school tomorrow because, of course, it's Easter today. So, happy Easter, everyone. Uh, or Passover or whatever you got going on right now. Happy, happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading a story this morning, not to change gears, but it's what we do best. So reading a story this morning on Facebook, and it was a lady. If you look up... Uh, I'm sure if you were to Google, like, Passover blue sweater, uh, you would stumble upon this article. This lady's, like, 93, and she wears the same 
I did see that. Yep. Did you? Did you read the story? Mm -hmm. I didn't read the story, but I did see the headline. Okay. So she's 93. She wears the same hand-knit blue sweater every Passover is tradition. So, of course, I'm like, hand-knit sweater that's lasted this long? Click. Uh, They get me every time. But I click on it, and pretty cool story. Her friend is, uh, at a young age, made the sweater for her. And that is how the friend lived through the Holocaust was once, I guess, that the Nazis realized she could knit, she was, like, recruited to knit for all, like, the big Nazi people wives, like, I don't know, generals and whatever, like, the the head honchos, their wives, this girl would knit everything for them. So uh, she's kept the sweater, and clearly it's lasted last of the tale of time here right uh and i mean i don't know this is the stupid stuff that goes through my brain kudos to her for it still fitting like 60 some years or 80 some years later right uh and being in good condition and must have definitely been quality work no. and what incentive and motivation to never gain weight that you got to fit in that same sweater for like <laughs> 60 years like holy crap uh. <clears throat> but I thought it was neat. I don't know. It was, and it was, I mean, it was a really beautiful sweater. I wouldn't have guessed that it was handmade. It looked, I mean, kind of machine ish. I struggle sometimes with machine knit stuff, knowing if something's hand knit or machine knit. Um, one of our coworkers has a sweater that she wears, like just if it's cold in the office. And I was sitting right up next to her desk last week. And just kept eyeing up the sweater because I was like looking at the joints and okay, it's definitely knit. Like I, I'm able to identify that pretty good now. Yeah. But I'm looking and I'm like, finally, I'm like, hey, not to be a weirdo, but the sweater you're wearing, did you buy that or did somebody make it? And she's like, no, nah, I bought it at Target years ago or whatever. And I'm like, it. <laughs> it really looks handmade. Um, well, it might be though, because remember, Target was selling those hand crocheted. Oh, that's true. Tops. Yes. And people For were losing their minds over it. Right. Yes. I might have been one of the people that was kind of losing my mind over it. Not as not as much as others, but I just feel like it's it's pretty ex- exploitive. It is for real, especially crochet, because if it's a basic hat, tube sock, something like that that's knit, there totally are machines that do that. Now anything outside of a basic something uh, that's a little tougher machining, but there is no crochet machine. So to know that they are paying like 12 cents for something that there's, it's impossible that any of that could have not manually been done. Right. Five bucks or something like that. And I'm like, the yarn should have cost more than twenty. Right. The yarn alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just don't even know. Yeah, I don't. It's. It's crazy, but I look at stuff sometimes and I get frustrated. And I know these companies make them by the gajillions and especially like the machine knit stuff. But like at wintertime, I will get mad walking into Kroger because that's where our Starbucks is. We don't have a real one. We have one inside of Kroger. Um, But they always have like hats and gloves and different stuff like that right in the doorway there by the carts. Mm -hmm. And it's always like, oh, that's a really nice hat. And you can tell that it's knit. And it's like, oh, six dollars. Like, I can't compete with that. Yeah. Uh, It's a bit frustrating. 
Um, something I was going to ask you that is not yarn or travel related, and now it's escaped me. <laughs> okay, well, mom would have told you that it must have been a lie. Um, the kids hate when I, I tell them, but but that's what she always told us growing up. If you had something, and you're like, "Oh, mom," and then she's like, "What?" and you're like, "I forgot." She's like, "Must have been a lie." So I don't know. Until it comes back to you, that's what we're going with. I know the this upcoming weekend. I am pumped. Pumped. I am pumped too because uh, we've got our uh, festival that we've set up in the past coming up, and we are just going to go as spectators and shoppers this time around. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of excited just to see if there are any like knit or crochet type um, booths set up there. They're usually aren't a lot that was one unique thing that i will say like i don't know that one year we had the people across from us and the creepy avon lady that put a curse on us that guy was obsessed watching you crochet <laughs> like yeah i've been watching you from across the way and we're like yeah we've been feeling your retina staring through us no more than the avon lady hexing us at the same time because i didn't i really wish i could sick. do it at work i know that we don't like work in a situation where that's really possible but when I was a telemarketer I used to every day to work and we used to say I worked there for four years and the script never changed in four years oh, and my. I had it memorized by like week one so I didn't even need like if someone was interested in the service or whatever they said yes I read back to them their information Got another confirmation from them. On to the next call. Like if they didn't want it, fine. Hang up. Move on to the next one. So like it's very like thoughtless job. It's super easy. And so myself and a couple other girls who also crocheted. Um, one of them still does. I have her on Facebook and see her the stuff that she's making all the time. Um, but every single day for four years, sitting in there crocheting every day. I work. I got so many projects done and sold so much stuff to other coworkers and stuff. And they're like, I wish that that was, I don't know, be a lot less stressful sometimes if you had something else to kind of occupy your thoughts a little bit. I agree. And it's, I think in our role, it's so hard because not only could we not do that while we worked, of course, it just wouldn't work out, but... It's not because we're just doing one thing. I think it's because we're doing like 17 things also right. while we're working. We're on a call. We're sending an email. We're checking here and this screen or that screen and sending mm-hmm. this off and putting a note in that. And it's like calculating uh, a bunch of stuff. <laughs> right. And yeah, all of this while you've got a smile in your face and you're just trying to. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's just it is wild that I don't know. Our job is definitely one that doesn't allow for any extras you know when I first started which is hard to think that that was like 14 years ago now it was not quite as hardcore as it is Mm -hmm. now because we used to play cards at night um it would die down after like 6 37 o'clock and we were there till eight o'clock so we would take out a trash can and a flat box and shuffle it up and play some euchre in the evenings because there was nothing else to do. And now to even imagine having an hour <laughs> of nothing else to do is so crazy. It's sickening. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. 
or I remember like reading the Twilight books at work during that same time and being like my phone is ringing don't I know I need to know if Edward Cullen is gonna live you know it was yeah uh and now that's laughable at best like I can barely read an email let alone read a book (laughs) right uh out of control um I don't know I think our Easter went good here we kind of did a low-key thing this year we uh did Easter with my older sister and her boys last weekend while she was in town and then today we did an Easter breakfast uh with a good bit of the fam and then tonight just low-key I made a ham and green beans and corn and mashed potatoes and some butter bread and just had a little little jig here and pap came over and for once it was really nice to not stress out about all of the hoopla that goes goes with a big holiday right and we just went to my mom's today me my family like my household um my sister and her kids and my mom i like it we were that was probably like the longest that i've been there too like ever (laughs) for Um... one holiday did you get entirely too full? That was my problem yes. this morning. We got up early, had breakfast, and I was starving, of course. And then nobody ate lunch. No one in our house ate lunch. Like it's which is crazy because even when we do have a big breakfast, like the kids are like clockwork, man. Like twelve oh one. When what what's up? What are we doing for lunch? Uh today, nothing. No one. No one could even think of eating until dinner. And even that was a bit of a stretch. I made my budget lunch. For this week. What did you go um, with? Uh, taco rice casserole. Ooh, that sounds good. But I was literally not even in the mood. Because I was still full. Uh, <laughs> that's morning. hard. Yeah, I had to force myself. Because it was like, I'll be hungry tomorrow. And I'll be mad at myself when I don't pack my lunch. Right. So I'm just going to have to suffer through. <laughs> and make this food. Oh, I forgot you are at the office um okay remind me after we are done here because i may i'm gonna try to don't remind me i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you now because this is how my life works but i'm gonna try to make a call to one of our teammates that you'll be there with to see if she can then contact one of our customers and conference me on but i'm gonna have to do that from the airport um because we tried to call them friday and it was good friday and i forgot so they weren't there uh yeah. some people have that as off as a holiday we were not those people so we were just burning up like normal and it was a no um but if for some reason that doesn't work out i might need your tough love and help on that and <laughs> okay. uh it's just one of those you know it's not not going to be a totally comfortable thing but it's just what we do so um but i'm gonna try to wing that tomorrow and see i feel really good also because i may or may not have gotten on last night cleaned up my inbox for tomorrow i saw you responding to an email yeah I just because i was also checking my emails okay well good that it's not just me but i thought you know what i'm not gonna be able to just have it handy and ready because i'm gonna be traveling so at least i want to know that everything is up to date as of now mm-hmm. right um, and i did do that and you know put up my out of office stuff for now but uh here nor there it's i don't know part of me and all this anxiety with traveling but I mean, like I said, kudos to the TSA folks because they really have it. Okay, here's something else I had to look up. Um, Liquids. It's a whole scene. Yeah. 
you have you're allowed if you're not checking a bag you're allowed one quart size bag it does not have to be an actual baggie like Jeff found on the on Amazon it was like a TSA certified little like set mm-hmm. uh, but it's a zip top clear bag and then you're allowed to take however many liquids fit into that thing when it's zipped but each <laughs> bottle cannot be more than I believe 3.2 ounces so for me I just panic because I'm really specific about what conditioner I use and I shouldn't even say that I'm not specific about what conditioner I use. I just will not use crappy conditioner. Yeah. Um, it could be Pantene. It could be Dove. It could be Herbal Essence. I'm happy with any of those. It could be fancier stuff. It will not be any cheap stuff because my hair is so thick and just crazy that I just can't do cheap stuff on it. So I'm like trying to rationalize like, okay, I could probably settle for hotel shampoo if that means I could take extra conditioner but it worked yeah. out really well. It, this thing came with like a couple of squeezy bottles and a couple of... So I was able to take a travel size hairspray, two c- conditioners, one shampoo, one body wash. Um, My lip gloss is in there from you because that counts as a liquid in case okay. you were wondering. Chapstick does not. Lipstick does not. They count those as solids. Hmm. Um, Hear me out real quick um does the bag that you have is there like a sticker on it or anything that says tsa certified no i think oh i don't i don't know actually i thought that there the reason why i ask is because like do they sell those stickers separate where like we could just get a pack of stickers and just put tsa certified on On everything everything. oh my god (laughs) it's like i don't know what you're talking about man tsa certifies what says (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there is or not. I it's... If I wasn't on a list already, I am now. <laughs> right, for sure. Between this and the mouse, <laughs> they've had us marked for decades. Um, I will be flying anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> yes, well, I will be tomorrow, so it should be interesting. <laughs> uh, tomorrow we might get like a Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Lips podcast update. Just a brief <laughs> little five-minute update. Sarah bailed Brittany out. Um... <laughs> shoot no i did get my hair searched that last time but my hair is not as long this time so i'm not as concerned with that um i'm i'm really concerned with our plane comes in and cuts it very close to when we have a scheduled group dinner Mm -hmm. and it is going to be like coming in hot i don't even know these people and i'm gonna have to be like Hey, y'all, I'm going to be putting my makeup on in the car. Please don't judge me. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what to do about all that. So it should be interesting, yeah. to say the least. Uh, but I will definitely report back next week to let you know if they took my knitting needles or um, I'm not taking any of my Addy clicks because I'm afraid of that. I am afraid that they will say you have to get rid of them and I'm not throwing them away because they were really expensive. Right. So I'm taking just my good old Amazons. Um, can't go wrong with them and worst case scenario if I have to trash them I've used them for two years and they cost $30 two years ago so I feel like I've definitely gotten my wear out of them worst case right 
um but the so the travel bag i don't you know what now that you say it i think it said it on like amazon where you bought it but i don't think there's anything on it that says it oh. i think it's just for like the size the size i was gonna say how do we get those labels <laughs> let's get, get those stickers that. flowing oh hilarious um yeah clothes wise i should be okay shoe wise eh I don't know. And the thing is, like, I could wear a bunch of stuff and then take it that way, but I'm not trying to be sweating by the time I get there because I have three sweaters on. <laughs> Can you even fathom? <laughs> well, and I'm heading south, so although it's going to be cold here when we leave in the morning, it's not likely going to be cold there. Actually, my my director sent out an email uh, when I was on yesterday cleaning up my inbox that said it is going to be chilly for one of our events. He is still going to wear shorts, but is probably going to wear long sleeves. And so I look to be like, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say he's still going to wear leggings under them, though. He's <laughs> <laughs> got those capri pants working. So I look to see like how chilly is it going to be, and it's going to be like mid to low sixties, which they That's don't understand. Not even People here will wear tank tops and flip flops for their temperatures. <laughs> Right. i assure you we'll see them next saturday actually oh i assure you because yeah. it's, if it's supposed to be warm that day you know what that means everybody's gonna show up in their booty shorts and tank tops yeah. at like six in the morning in anticipation of it getting warmer later in the day mm-hmm. those would typically be all the people that are buying hats from you because their babies are freezing to death in their cute little summer dresses yeah uh, they're gonna be out there ready to mate <laughs> oh gee whiz I don't even know about that mini sequin skirts oh and it is you what know you know the ones I'm talking about <laughs> we're gonna have to take some photos when we go and we're gonna report back to you all on the chicken show pictures as well so please please look forward to that it's a wild uh, time. it is it is a wild time it's like <laughs> you just you just there's no explaining it until you experience it. There are all yeah. walks of life. It is a great people watching experience, but mm-hmm. it is a doozy. Um, so we will try to get some pictures of just all the in between and share those with you guys. Um, you can find us if you haven't found us yet on social media at Needles Hooks DL. You can find our Instagram, our Facebook, or Messenger, or TikTok. Um, we just, we put up, hopefully you guys looked at it. Go find our TikTok. Again, it's at Needlesooks.do, but we put up Sarah's hat. Um, so we've talked about that a little while. It was really neat to see the different steps of how she crocheted it flat and cinched up the top and flipped her inside out. And I mean, there was a hat. So, uh, if you guys have heard us talk about that on a couple episodes in the past, it's a really nice little series of, um, steps that she sent through for us. So go check those out. Um, or you can always email us. It is needles, hooks, and dirty looks at gmail.com. That is spelled all the way out. Um, otherwise, we hope you catch us here next week and look forward to updating you on how how this plane search TSA stuff goes. Say a small prayer that the Amazon needles make it. Um, and I don't know, say a small prayer that my kid, poor poor Remy she's got long hair and dad's gonna be doing it all next week so actually Aunt Sarah might have to be like making special trips uh, <laughs> or something I don't know I might have to phone if do the phone a friend uh, we'll see but but come back next week you'll hear all about it we'll check up and see everything that's happened since then uh, otherwise 
Needle Sucks DL. You can find us all over social media or our Facebook group, Needle Sucks and Dirty Looks Podcast Year Long Stitchathon. Uh, find us there, super fun place, or see us here next week. Bye. Bye.